Hello it's me David's mic cuts out a lot towards the end of the episode, so the rules of the new game, guessing who has the highest stat on battles in time cards from this episode, get cut off. It should be okay next week thanks. said brought it up again i was oh shit (laughs) you were saying (laughs) nope 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 (laughs) politician caught on camera saying zomix fire (laughs) i will say what i was gonna say after the episode finishes recording because (laughs) all right i'm ready when (laughs) when when, whenever you are boss um okay son um you know what's weird um that you know sa and cal make fire um and then in like 50 years after that they're suddenly alien gods uh raising villages and stuff even though they're kind of they kind of leave that story off in a good place. Um, seems kind of silly, doesn't it? <laughs> um, Sleary Sleary. Okay, let me get my timber on. Uh, um, I, I, what, 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 truly, what I was going to say was... I- Potentially libelous information slash gossip about a major Hollywood actor and Academy Award nominee. Oh, John Ford David. It's a solid bit. We're going to beep all, bleep all this out. Um, we are. Yeah. You should um, just be like, do you think she. <laughs> and then uh, Nathan just goes, the boo was a solid bit. <laughs> um, yeah, hello. Welcome to Series 3 of Potter Who Cast. Um, my name is David, and I am joined by not by a Smith and not by a Jones, but by a Michelle uh, and a Nathan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wait, for, wouldn't um, technically the name of this episode be like? Wait, what are what is our surnames? I <laughs> I just realized. Uh, <laughs> I don't think we ever said our surnames. What our surnames? <laughs> yeah, what are your surnames? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> if you check, if you check the friendly mush description, um, the little paragraph, you will find my name. I'm not toxing myself online again. Um, your surname, of course. Is oddly enough Doctor Who, which is very yes. strange. It's a very strange coincidence. Um, yeah, so Smith and Jones, we're at a new series, series three, episode one. I, of course, am that glamorous space traveler, Doctor Who. 
<laughs> and these are my companions exposition and what was it? Uh, comic relief? Yeah. Um, We're not functions, darling. Those are genders. Oh, I hate that I know that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's, yeah, well, that's what? That's seven years in the future. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else you know is that this is called Smith & Jones. It's series mm-hmm. so one, and it was broadcast on the 31st of March, 2007. Um, so, what, 15 years ago? Crooms. Mm-hmm. Um, directed by Charles Palmer. Uh, not Arnold Palmer, of course. Uh, 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 um, a weird uh, son of Jeffrey Palmer, who is an actor who is in Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Um, he is the um, he's in Voyage of the Damned as the traitorous old captain fellow. He's also in Tomorrow Never Dies and As Time Goes By and what have you. And he is the ex-husband of Claire Skinner, who played Madge Arwell in The Doctor, The Widow, and Their Wardrobe. So, you know, good for him. Um, he also directs this... I'm in a really weird mood to think. He directs this uh, Shakespeare Code, um, Human Nature and Family of Blood, and then he takes a couple of years off and he comes back for Oxygen and Years of Light in Series 10, which mm. um, is in, se- a, is in seven years to be yeah, he also, he just he just does TV from what I can tell. So was he like ah, oxygen? I gotta get I gotta get myself in on that. I gotta I gotta breathe. Oxygen gotta is breathe. really good. Well, we can't we can't talk about series ten. <laughs> Sorry, series three, series three. This is the second time um, I'm trying to bring a series ten. <laughs> we'll we'll uh, get so the yeah, series ten yeah. in twenty thirty. We'll, oh my we'll god, twenty thirty twenty twenty fifty nine. Come on. Um, yeah, so written by Russell T. Davies, who, of course, this is our first time. Oh, it's, it's not our first, first time recording a, since the news. A normal, a nor, a normal one. Yes. It's not the first time yeah, we, since that news broke. Can we talk about that real? those rumors real quick? Because I feel like by the time this comes out, the rumors were heavy. They're being confirmed. So I'm yeah. or denied. So I'm gonna record two possible versions. Uh, so David, <laughs> yeah. you pick which one everyone's best. So here's the first one. Oh God! I can't believe David Tennant's coming back. Uh, well, you know what? I'll give this a shot. But you know, I hoped it was something new. And then the second version. Oh my God! I'm so excited for insert actor name here. They're gonna be so good as a doctor. Boy, I'm glad we didn't get David Tennant again. But I hope he comes back for his sixtieth. Love you, David. All right, you use whatever version comes turns out mm-hmm. to be true. I mean, um, I'm at UC's both. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Okay. I I, I I do think that if it is Tenet, he's not going to play the next Doctor. It's oh, gonna, no. Yeah. It's going to no. be something weird. It's going to be it's gonna be fucking live-action Zagreus. <laughs> oh, speaking of Zagreus, um, there is no link. Sorry, I don't know. Speaking um, of Zagreus, yeah, so I've, we, I've listened to many more uh, Eighth Doctor. I'm, I'm now a, an Aiden Charlie stan. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, Bill and Twelve. But you have been replaced in my heart by Aiden Charlie. Uh, Charlie Pollard. I love it. You've also. The worst India yeah. Fisher impression I've ever yeah. heard. <laughs> Sorry. What can I say? Charlie Pollard. <laughs> stay, uh, oh, we stay in Invaders of Mars. Stream Invaders um, of Mars for clear skin. Yeah. Yeah. Stream, um, I don't know. Chimes of Midnight stream... for scary skin. Yeah. <laughs> 
uh, stream Creed the Chromon for Should Never Have Happened Skin. You'll find out what that is. So, um, yeah, so this the gist of this one is that there's this person called Martha, and she's a medical student, and she works in a hospital uh, where she meets this guy called the Doctor, and her hospital is taken to the moon by space rhinos who are policing for a vampire who uses a uh, straw to suck blood. She's disguised as a human being, and then she sucks the doctor's blood, and they catch her, and then the hospital goes back to Earth, and Martha goes on an adventure. You saying that right now made me realize just how much shit is in this episode. There is so yeah. much shit in this episode. Yeah. So much happens in it. I want to see like a, a docudrama about Russell T. Davies pitching this and be like, all right, so the hospital goes to the moon. Uh-huh. <laughs> And then space riders come out, okay. And then there's a vampire. And the space riders are cops. They're like, they're like mercenary cops. Uh, this is another example of uh, Russell T. Davies being surprisingly woke, where the cops are it, the it, cops it, just it, make things worse. It is truly wild how much this episode is just anti-cops. Yeah. Uh, like, all, all rhinos are bastards, I guess is what the episode is saying. Like, when Tennant, see, like, when Tennant sees the Jadoon and he says Jadoon, he says it with so much fucking venom. Dude. <laughs> I mean, uh, oh God, like, here's the thing. Tennant has never <laughs> met a, a phrase he can't say the shit out of it. I mean, in this one, he has Jadoon on the moon, and he also has Perfudo on the moon, which... You know, God bless him. The guy's just living his best life, and Which I, I wish I, it could be him. <laughs> I need to talk about the psychotic reveal that, te- that the Tenth Doctor wears Converse with no socks. Yes! Oh my god, you're right! <laughs> what, what happened to his socks? <laughs> it's, uh, it, it also is a bit... I mean, we're going to skip around a lot, but I feel like... Um, um, do you think Russell T. Davis regretted doing that bit where he puts the radiation on his left shoe? Considering how the tenth doctor dies, I mean, I I think there's different levels of radiation within Doctor Who. Right, right. There's uh, there's lethal, and then there's just normal, and <laughs> there's nothing in the middle. Uh, radiation there's is either- also, there's also stuff with end of time, which I we may get to talk about in the future. Like I might get to talk about it, an episode that is great, a great victory lap. But there is some stuff in there that I. I have questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if we're if we're talking about things uh, that uh, that are reference references that make no sense, so like when the <laughs> when Marfa asks the doctor, like, "Do you have a brother?" and he replies, "Not anymore." Is he referring to an actual brother? Yes, oh, that is God. Um, damn. As far as I know, that's yeah, Irving Braxiatel. Yeah. What? Yeah. Irving Braxiatel? Yeah. Basically, there's a character in um, the, the Virgin Brains New Adventures. The- yeah. Oh, jeez. How, how how could I guess? <laughs> and people thought the Grand Serpent was going to be <laughs> in because they they look vaguely similar. <laughs> He's he, oh oh okay I get it he's animated so he kind of looks like that yeah um do you think there's a wiki feed entry for tenant I'm this going episode? I am going to Google if there's a wikiman entry for <laughs> good luck I'm not gonna do that David Tennant <laughs> you know um, hold on real quick so yeah. about Irving Braxitel I mean it does lead into a question I have 
which I guess you all listeners should probably realize this episode is going to be mostly tangents. Which my question is, a hundred percent going to be tangents. My question is, do you think do you think Bernice Summerfield is ever going to show up in the show? And when no. that happens, wh- why not? Okay, because they've already done a whole thing in River, and there's very little way of them being able to be like this is because like they've done. They did Big Band Generation, which is that novel where um, it was going to be River and Twelve, and then Moffat was like, "No, um, I'm doing Husbands of River Song, but you should use Bernice." Um, I don't think they'll ever be like, "You should use Bernice in the TV show," because one, River kind of fulfills that role, and two, you have to try and explain like that entire character in one episode, and it have to be like, "She's not actually really like River Song though," because X Y Z. I think Bernice Summerfield is a 14th yeah. Doctor. Uh. God, if, if yeah, if the if the 60th is just is just all like Bernice Summerfield, stuff, it's Bernice Summerfield, Irving Praxitel, um, fucking faction paradox are in there for oh, for yeah. faction paradox. <laughs> Honestly, if Mafia didn't bring faction paradox, I think RTD2 is gonna be the person to be like. I just want that image of him with the pulling down his glasses and he like faction <laughs> paradox. <laughs> Are you ready for faction paradox? Uh, I I mean, how how can we not be sure that like the last two Chibnall specials aren't going to have faction paradox in them? <laughs> no, you're right, absolutely right. Chibnall at the la- last, oh, I, he totally would the final episode <laughs> be like the, just the, bring a faction paradox and then for like two minutes and then I've never talked about the, it. The 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 finale, it's not going to be the master. It's going to actually be like Karen Gillan in old age makeup. <laughs> Uh, we have to talk about Faction Paradox. We're going to talk about <laughs> Faction Paradox. It would be funny well, if they brought yeah. back, if they were like, we're giving McGann his old television series. And he goes, yes, <laughs> but every episode will be about Faction Paradox. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> this is the only way you can have the McGann TV show. <laughs> I can't wait to get more DMs about what is Faction Paradox. <laughs> I yeah, feel like the day I understand it. Faction Paradox is the day the universe explodes, you know? <laughs> uh, the well, final episode of Ponder Who Cast will be y- you explaining Faction Paradox to <laughs> right. the two of us. Do you think Do you think David Lynch <laughs> is in Faction Paradox? I think he gets it. I think David Lynch is like, I, w- I like Faction Paradox. I, I want to make a <laughs> Faction <laughs> Paradox movie. <laughs> I'm gonna play Lawrence Miles in The Fablements. <laughs> <laughs> David Lynch is a member of Faction Paradox. I am a member of Faction Paradox. Paradox. David, this is not, that's not a real thing. As far as you know. <laughs> Dale Cooper is in Faction Paradox. Paradox. Twin Peaks is Faction Paradox. God, I really hope David Lynch one day is in Doctor Who, but as David Lynch. Can you imagine that just being like, hello, Doctor? <laughs> It's just one of those historical episodes like Unicorn the Wasp, but it's just the doctor meeting David. Oh, yeah, it's making a razor head. It's making a razor head. <laughs> doctor, what do I put in the smoothie? Please, you should do this. Thank you. <laughs> yes, David Lynch and Doctor Who. This needs to happen. Sorry, Smith and Jones, right? Yeah. Uh, Smith and Jones. I'll, I'll, um, I'll play David Lynch if they need a young. They need a young David Lynch for Doctor Who. They're going to remake uh, the, the Christmas Carol episode with David Lynch. <laughs> He's visiting David Lynch and Dev Damaris. 
<laughs> this is a joke. This is a joke. So I, I did good. look on I did look on Wikiman for David Tennant, and there are five screenshots from this episode. Of course. <laughs> seven. There's Ugh. seven screenshots from this episode. If we if we can talk to for that about the episode, okay. I know I've been okay, tricking this. Okay, look, I yeah, think this episode, uh, real quick. I think the structure of this episode is beautiful. It is uh, just it's like really so good. so well done. The way mm-hmm. that like every time it's one of those episodes where it's like you think the episode is going to be about all right. We got to find. We got to figure out what's going on with the hospital on the moon. They answer that immediately. Okay, we gotta figure out what the doctor. They answer that. Okay, we got who the alien is. Yes, so they answer here. that. Wh- who's uh, where is the? There she is. That it, it just becomes about like, it's one of those episodes where they make you realize what the solution is before as the care before the characters doing uh, as the characters are doing it. And it makes you feel smart, and it makes you go like, oh, "This is a good. This is a good episode." Like when you realize, like what the doctor's gonna do with the plasma vore. Like, yeah, why, she, why he kissed Martha and how that makes the scan level go up, and then how he lets the the plasma vore suck his blood, which is it's, and then the plasma vore just goes out like a boss, just going, <laughs> "You're going to hell with me." Slate <laughs> and Reed. Bring her back. Can she get a big finish box set? <laughs> the uh, and, get a big finish box set about her killing that little girl. Oh, Anne sure. Reed has, has been in big finish, actually. <gasps> um, what has she played? She's in a McCoy thing. Oh. Also in big finish is the, the 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 only the goat that is Mr. Stoker, um, who is in a, a McGann audio, actually. So you'll get to him. It's with Lucy Miller, so you'll have to wait a while. But I love that the fact that they named him Bram Stoker uh, after Bram Stoker because he was killed. By... Um, they actually, actually, what? a little bit of tidbit. Um, technically, he's actually named for a character in Children's Ward, an ITV show that Russell wrote for. Um, he's a character that Russell made up on Children's Ward. But the art department thought it was a reference to Dracula. Oh, so so there's a reference. So there's references to Bram Stoker in the office as a result, which seems oh. very strange. I mean, that's can we, funny. Can, um, can, can we get a can we get a Mister Stoker box set though? <laughs> Mister Stoker, Stoker in the Plaza War. and Danny Llewellyn as well. And Danny Llewellyn, it's got to be in the middle. Yeah. Uh, oh, since you mentioned Danny Llewellyn, I got to talk about the. Um, I, I think the thing they did in this episode where they explain why Freema Jimmy was in a previous episode is the best version of this explanation. Yeah, because yeah, but I, yeah, but you don't need to do yeah, it. Yeah, you don't need to do it. I don't think you ever need yeah. to do it because you didn't have Colin Baker in his first episode being like, why did I pick this face? Why did I You don't need to do it. We know that it's because actors play different roles. We get that. Okay, Tri- sure, trial whatever. Of a, trial of a Time Lord Commander Maxwell shows up and like, why the fuck do you have my face, dude? What's going on? <laughs> it, does, it does make me think of like, uh, there's this edit somebody made where it's the Sith's doctor and he goes, I'm about to regenerate. It's the Oh, it's the first face this face ever saw and it's Perry. <laughs> he goes to strangle her. Yes. <laughs> Uh, it is so good. I mean, somebody should do that edit where the how, how is that not already a Doctor Who? Where, where where Colin Baker goes like, why did I pick this face? And flashback to his like one <laughs> as Maxim, just him getting shot by Maxil. Yeah, 
can we talk about Freema? Freema because oh, yes. talk- Freema want- is like- amazing. I want to give some context to Freema as well. Please go ahead. Which is that she actually auditioned for for Christmas in for the role of Sally Jacobs, who's the lady with Harriet and all them who goes on the roof. Um, and that audition plus Army of Ghosts was like they were in, they were in play for when they were casting this new companion. So she came in um, when she auditioned. Um, she hadn't worked as an actor since uh, Army of Ghosts Doomsday, so she was working in Blockbuster um, when she auditioned for this role, and obviously she got the role. Apparently, there is um. There's apparently like a lot of people auditioning for this role and also for Gwen at the same time for Torchwood. Um, so that that production office was obviously just you know in full in full flow. Um, they wanted, I think that what I think what works really well is that she has like immediately got great chemistry with Tennant. Like they're immediately just like bouncing off each other, like. So perfectly. The, the 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 moment where she takes the the heartbeats and she notices there's two of them and he winks at her is just like incredible from both of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's also I was thinking about this from the perspective of like uh I watched the first episode of the Time Warrior and I know that it's like it's not the fir- full story, but I was thinking about okay, that's the first Sarah Jane Smith episode. So I guess they have to prove like why is she a, a good fit as a companion and this episode does that perfectly because it it does the thing that rose did where introduces her status quo of like oh this is what she does she's like this is her family but it doesn't do the same thing as rose did because it's very it's very clear that marfa is like satisfied with her status quo you know it's not like she's she doesn't have that the satisfaction that rose has or she feels like she's stuck but at the same time, it's not that she's like, I'm good, you know. There's still a little bit of a yearning for change. And then the whole episode is just her, like, constantly surprising the Doctor. And eventually, like, she completes the mission. Like, the Doctor at no point is like, okay, I'm going to kiss you. And then they're going to up their scan. And that that's why you have to pick this and scan the plasma for That's what she does. And then she saves him with those, uh, with CPR. Well, or... Uh, uh yeah, which we should have to both his hearts, which is great. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. 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 You were just nodding. You know what, <laughs> you know what else is great? Um, Martha's theme. I think it's the best theme of, of all the campaigns that they've that Murray oh. Gold did. Maybe beyond like Amy's theme, I suppose. But like the, I think I really like it. Um, the the the, the Jadoon as well. I want to touch on. Which is that they're like like that design is kind of it's kind of it's I think it's like the best original alien design they've done, but also they're they're obviously at the at the problem where only one so of them good, could be unmasked. Yeah, it's so it's so expensive that like yeah you can only do one. Honestly, I um, think it, it's worth it because it just it's such a what beautiful Jim Henson like yeah. head. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. you you gotta love like those. Jadoon, huge Jadoon teeth, just like yeah. And, 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 and not only that, but also I feel like the Jadoon. There's something about like that giant ass head being so in front of you. Like when the Jadoon pushed that guy, 
the guy who later claims to have saved the day. <laughs> when the Jadun pushed that guy against the wall, like there's something in his face that you can like feel like, oh no, this is for real. This is a fucking <laughs> giant rhino head yeah. pu- pushing me against the wall. You know, like, it's totally worth yeah. it. You you also don't really feel like it's weird that you don't see the other Jadun's heads because they're cops. Like they're yeah, like it, it's it's just the main one just being like, here you need to see my face because I'm in charge. That sort of shit. You know what's good? Um, and I mean this honestly, like when I'm sincerely, um, Briggs is so good as yeah, the, Briggs the is voice terrific. of the yeah. He's having the time of yeah. his life. Wait, wait, hold on a second. That was Briggs. Yeah, that was Briggs. Oh, uh, you Briggs crafty son of a bitch! Surprise me again. Uh, I feel like we owe Briggs an apology because we've been so kind of harsh on him and like me fun. Well, of him Jesus, thing we make fun of Briggs, but the reality of the matter is, if we were walking down the street and we see Nick Briggs, we would do that whole like Wayne's World, we are not worthy thing. <laughs> like, I think to me, the list of people I would, the list of Doctor Who people I would freak out if I ever saw in real life, it would go, you know, it would go Christopher Eccleston, Peter Capaldi, uh, Jody Whittaker, David Tennant, Matt Smith, and then. Nicholas, Nick Briggs. I would be like, Nick Briggs? Do you think <laughs> he's, he's like, in LA Hello. for Gallifrey? Um, I think he actually, he might be, he, um, he might be. How often? Um, yeah. Are, are, are any of the, yeah, who, who, who is at Gallifrey 1 this year? Like, that's Paul Sylvester Cornell. McCoy. Paul, Paul Cornell. Oh, good for Paul Cornell is there, so. My, my mission Cornell is to find Paul Cornell. <laughs> I, I, I will find Paul Cornell and I'll say hello, Paul Cornell. Mendip Gill, <laughs> Joe Martin. Wow. Uh, Fraser yeah. Hines. Eric Roberts. I mean, Eric Roberts. Mm. God. If you can get Eric <laughs> Roberts. They offered Eric Roberts like 20 bucks on his Snickers and he said, yeah, I'll do it. I mean, yeah, he's literally right there. Um, who else? John Peel. Good for him. Paul Cornell. Gary Russell. India Fisher, India Fisher, Charlie. I wouldn't. Uh, I can't do it, but I would. Don't don't read her. Don't read her her entry. I will um, not. The, I will not. I know Michael, that's probably spoilers. Michael Jason. Michael Jason. Say from say, look at the Valley Yard. Um, yes, and I will find all the, of them in LA. Yeah, you'll find um, Colin Spall and. Uh, I don't. I'm scrolling through right now. Oh, okay, right. Um, I, I'm honestly, I'm it. probably not going to the Sparks concert, so I, I think I, I think you should go to the Sparks concert because how often yeah. do Sparks play LA? Gallifrey, no, but, what but, happens but, every fucking year? But also, it's uh, it's sold out already. I would have, I would mm. have to pick go to. Oh, you know what? I just saw StubHub and there's like thirty five dollar tickets. So I'm guess I'm going to Sparks. Uh, <laughs> I, I also, like I've said before, I think Sparks is a much safer place to be during COVID than a Doctor yeah. Who convention. Since you. <laughs> uh, uh, another thing I really liked, which is just like Russell being really good at setting stuff up, is like. How quickly he just introduces Martha's family and their deals. Yes, and yeah, the fact that, that their, their parents yeah. are separated. Her parents are separated, and her sister is a a, a famous actor. Yeah, um, who's in a lot of TV shows as well. Yeah, it's um, uh, again, yeah. it it's just really really good because it's um 
It's an expansion of the thing that Rose did, where with Rose, you knew that there was always, like, Jackie and Mickey, you know, they were back home. Later, not Mickey. But as the episode, yeah, as the seasons went on, that kind of got diminished to, like, just Jackie. And with this one, you got this instant connection where it's like, okay, so Martha has this whole family, this whole life back on Earth. So... That and, immediately, and, they're, yeah. and they're so relevant to this season too. Yeah. Like Jackie, you might see a couple of times. Like you, you, you get a you get a love and monsters where she's there. But this, like Martha's family, is important. Like they're central to the story. Like yeah, I definitely will not be talking about another episode where Martha's family is relevant. Yeah, I I also think like it's very important to me personally that the first black companion on Doctor Who in TV has a family and has a life outside of mm-hmm. the doctor, you know? Um, mm-hmm. I, I do think like when the, when they, when Martha comes in, they do try to, you know, not make her race the whole only thing that matters about her, but they also are very careful to not ignore that. I'm thinking about how like in the Shakespeare code, doesn't Shakespeare refer to her as like, his ebony beauty or, or something. Something like that, yeah. 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 And then later on, when in, during Human Nature and Family of Blood, she has to pretend to be a servant. You know? I like yeah. that that's not ignored, but I also like that, you know, it's not her only defining feature. And also she... It's a very clear, like, hey, look, she has a life, she has a family, she's not a stereotypical uh, black character. We know what we're doing here. In a certain degree. Yeah, that's my personal opinion. Um, By the way, I'm black, so you can't complain about me. <laughs> <laughs> her, like the the actors they have playing her family as well, are like, like they're all so like you have. Obviously, you have uh, you have Gugu as um as Tish, who's who's great. She's like immediately She's like great, yeah. you're like yeah, of course it makes sense. She blew up over the years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're in Larry Crown, then you, you've made it. You know. Wait a um, second. She's in Larry oh, Crown. Apparently. Oh, no, she's in Loki. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, Larry Crown, Loki, the same thing. Yeah, yeah Larry um, Loki. Loki Crown. Adja, yeah, Adja Ando as uh, Francine, who, of course, was in um, New Earth as um, the sister of Planetude, who went, um, was it like, why do we need arms when you have claws? And she went like that, and her, her claws came out of her. Her hand. Wow. We all she's remember that. We all, we all know this. She, she's in, we all know she's in, this. Yeah, she's in Bridget. She's in Bridgerton as well, of course, and um, The Witcher and so on. Uh, Reggie Yates as Leo is the voice of Rastamos, and he's a, um, which is like a famous kids character on BBC. Okay, all um, right. He, I, for a second there, yeah. I was like, oh wait, let me guess. Rastamos is is it a mouse with dreadlocks? Uh, I need to look up a picture of Rastamos, but uh, it could be, I don't know. It seems like very strange. Um, it, he does have dreadlocks, I think. Um, also stars Sharon Duncan Brewster, who, of course, is in Dune from last year and in Doctor Who. From, of course um, she is. <laughs> yeah, she, her role in Doctor Who is one of those ones where it's like, you really wasted this actor. Um, she's one of the people who gets turned into a, a water zombie, waters on Mars. This season has. Uh, sorry, go ahead. No, yeah, like the season does have a lot of actors 
Dinesh, who are like, I mean, this is yeah. This the big one I'm thinking of is, uh, isn't Andrew Garfield and in De- uh, Manhattan? Manhattan? Yeah. He is, and um, Carrie Mulligan, then some Blink, and um, there's someone. Um, well, I don't know if you count the guy up as Lucifer, and Lucifer has been like a big actor, but he's in he's in this season as well. I refuse, I refuse to acknowledge that. Uh, of course, uh, this this very little known actor called Mark Gatiss is in a, a future episode as well. Can't wait for that. Don't know if you've heard of him. Can't wait for yeah. Lazarus yeah. Experiment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Reggie Yates, of course, also is a, a documentarian and a filmmaker. And oh. then Trevor Laird. Trevor Laird, as uh, her dad Clive, is in Secrets and Lies. He's in um, Crotrophenia, The Long Good Friday. He's in Trail of a Time Lord as well. Yeah, mind work. An episode I watched yeah. the other day on uh, yeah. either the Roku Channel streaming service or Pluto TV, which. Yeah, by the way, I, Time Lord, a lot of fun. Yeah, God bless you, Pluto and Roku. Gosh, did so much fun to just tune in and just watch Serena. Yeah, cereal. yeah, gotta, gotta love that. I, I can't, but Me can love, you imagine yeah. not having that, David? Yeah, I could imagine not having that. <laughs> well, meanwhile, I've I've been watching. Um, I'm on the part we year. I watched uh, Dave the Daleks this morning. Um, I do like John Pertwee. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have anything else to say. And um, um a, a thing I I, I wanted to me. bring up that I noticed, which was really fun, is when when the the first reveal of the TARDIS interior when Martha sees it, you there's like the tiniest bit of song for 10 in the score, just like Murray gold having a blast. Yeah. Mm. Murray Gold's score is also really good in this. Yeah. It's oh. yeah. Martha's theme is yeah. Wow. Murray gold, a real wins. He bad for the most part. Mm-hmm. It sounds like he could be saying that again in a couple of months time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm to interested believe. to see if Murray comes back because it does feel like it kind of got burned out by the end. Uh, there's still soundtracks that he hasn't released for the series that are like yeah. almost five or six years old. I don't think it's going to happen, but I really, really hope he uh, does. Uh, and hey, what if instead of Danny Elfman, they go? Did I say Danny Elfman? Danny Elfman and his laptop. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I just traveled to the American alternate dimension and back. So my brain. Forget. Forget. I I just forgot my point. Um, I forgot my point. Um, Absolutely. If we we want to move on to the after place, we have to go soon. Um, All right. Let's do it. It's a new game. Um, I forgot to look up the rules of Battles in Time before this, so I <laughs> you can't you can't bear I with me. You, I thought we were just gonna do You like, are you are Bruce there, Nathan, there's like fifteen different numbers on this card. I have no I have no idea what they mean. So. <laughs> um basically I'm gonna I have gotten the Battles in Time cards for this episode. And what I'm going to do is, it's like top trumps. So, like, there's like stats for um, intelligence, agility, stamina, special abilities, and fear factor. Um, their cards. So, what I've done is I've divided them up into uh, stacks of three stacks of two, and there's one spare card, whatever. What I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you to pick one, two, or three, and then we'll have two cards, obviously. And I'm going to, I want you to guess who is the higher stat number for whatever stat I call out to. 
Um, so I want you to pick a number between. Okay, so who wants to pick a number between Nathan, one and two? You want to go first? Yeah, uh, I'll. I I will go first. Let's let's go. I will pick one and three. Okay, one and three. I'll take top card from here. Top card from here. Okay. So, <laughs> okay, you are guessing. Okay, so the two cards I hold in my hand right now are cards number four hundred and forty-five and number card number four hundred and sixty. They are Jadoon Trooper 2 and Jadoon in brackets scanning. Ooh, okay. The um, Jadoon Trooper 2 card reads, these stomping aliens who took a whole hospital to the moon could disintegrate a human in seconds with just one blast. Jadoon scannings, all Jadoon carry a handy life form scanner that can tell in a matter of seconds whether someone is human or alien. Okay, so I want you to guess who has the higher fear factor is a jadoon trooper two who's firing a gun on the photo and his photo or is a jadoon scanning who is scanning mm. on his photo this is this is a hard one although i i do want to take a little tangent and say something serious about the episode between this and christmas episode i do think the thing that russell is great at that i don't think any of the other like big writers have ever gotten is how fucking terrified people are whenever something alien happens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, Although, people are losing their shit when they're on the moon, and suddenly there are these aliens stomping into the hospital. It's just, yeah. it's really terrific, like, just world building. It's 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 great. But I am... Well, I would yeah, say that the fact that... They're quick to forget it. Yeah, in, the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I would point that out, that maybe the one thing I don't like about the RTD era is that they keep bringing up... Oh, these these invasions still happen. People remember them, and then like nothing changed. They forget torch was a thing, but then remember torch was a thing, and then remember whatever. They um, open the anyway, rift. I I I, uh, they I, I am uh, going to have to go with Jadoon Trooper Two. Okay, so Jadoon Trooper has a fear factor in the green. There's, there's, there's a green number and a red number. I think one's like attacking, one's like defense. Um. I'm gonna go by the green because it's easier. The green factor, the green number for fear factor in Jadoon Trooper Two is seven thousand two hundred. Jadoon scanning is seven thousand three hundred. Wow! Now I don't, I don't understand why the one that's scanning is more is scarier, but I I was going to say Jadoon scanning as a joke, and I should have. <laughs> okay, machine. All right. Well, one, number, one, one or two. Pick a number between one or two, and then pick it. Yeah, pick one, two. one or two. Two. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. You are choose between card number three hundred seventy-eight, which is Morgan Stern. Uh-huh. Who is the the guy who claims credit? Looks like Matthew Modine, who claims credit for for everything. Um. And card number four hundred ninety nine, which is Julia Swales, who is the who's Martha's friend in the hospital. Oh God! Who starts in the, starts what panicking. are their fear factors? I'm excited for this. <laughs> um, so Morgan Stern's card reads: One of Martha's fellow medical students, Morgan Stern, tried to reassure the patients that he would not harm them. Julia's card says: One of the other medical students training with Martha, Julia broke down when the hospital was taken to the moon. Um. So, I'm going to ask you who got these. This, okay. 
Um, is a bigger figure? Yeah, fear factor. I want to go fear factor. You want to go fear factor? Okay, who's a higher fear factor, Morganstern or Julius Wales? Morganstern. You are correct. He is seventeen hundred, and she is fifteen hundred. That is, I. (laughs) uh, You could have also drawn Jadoon Trooper Three, Plasmavore in brackets, suck attack, and uh, (laughs) with a straw. And uh, the sky is plasma war. That's what well. happened to that's what happened to uh, Tom Baker during Shada. He, he got he got suck attacked. <laughs> no, uh, uh, during the five doctors, yeah. the triangle go. Oh, uh, I, I, finally, Tom Baker suck getting sucked off makes it into pod turf. Yeah, I actually Ooh. cut that line, and I shouldn't have. Um, yeah, uh, next time. Still one word with the power of the day. The naming won't work on me. But your heart grows cold. The north wind blows and carries down the distant roads. Oh, big mistake. Because that name keeps me fighting. Um, so... And the next time, what, what, what yonder lot, what soft, softwood life or yonder window what? breaks, it is the east and Juliet is the he's, sun. He's, with, with next time, do you just want me to be like doing the Doctor Who end theme over? Can I say that is one of the hypest? I don't understand why shows don't do next time anymore because whenever that episode ends and we get that next time video, it's so freaking. I'm so. You know, you, you know what's great with a next time though, especially on Doctor Who, is when you get like the drums, like yeah, Whoa. or when mm. or when like they say some line and it goes straight into dude. The middle eight. That's like I just go like, ah, yes, I want to see the next episode right now. All right, I have still time to talk about this. Can I just talk? Can I say something about the next time trailer on the Vanquishers for Eve the Daleks? Which that's it's obviously a time loop story. Yeah, and the next time on the Vanquishers is one of the like most incoherent. It's so funny. That you I mean, have to watch like the full show- trailer yeah. for you to get the idea of what the fuck it is. It's just like Ashley B um looking up and then like the doctor and the, the team TARDIS walking out be like, hello, and they get shot, and then that's like that's like, it's like so the entire funny. <laughs> I remember just being so confused when the- <laughs> uh. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm, so, I'm, imagine, imagine if it like the the Easter special had just been like just the Sea Devil. <laughs> um, if I so look, I'm interested in vampires. Yes, um, and I believe I believe there are four different. Well, I don't know if there's, if there's vampires in. There probably are. In, there probably are vampires in, yeah. in the X Files. To be completely honest with yeah, you, yeah. Well, no, no. What they are in the X? Are there vampires in in FMA? The Real Alchemist. It's, That's a good question. Yeah. Depends on what you um, consider it, to be a vampire. There, has, there haven't been vampires in um, Scooby Doo. They have. There have been vampires in Scooby Doo. There's been vampires in the MTV in, Movie Awards. Where it's Twilight. Um, nothing. There have been several I different vampires in Doctor Who. Yeah, in Doctor Who, um, nothing 
on Wii 3DS or DS yet, even though I've abandoned that gimmick for something else at this point. Um, listen to this 3DS and we do it. It's back. Um, and FMA is up in the air. But listen, if I wanted to hear about any of those, where would I go and what would I listen to and how would I do so? You can go to... Hell, I mean, you can go to <laughs> friendlymush.com. That's friendly. Mush as friendly as in I'm a friend and mush as in what my brain looks like after watching Flux. It's also what the Eaton Hospital where you would find disguised plasmavore who um It is. Somehow somehow has uh so <laughs> I'm looking at the, the, the card here and the uh, Plasmavore suck attack has less intelligence than disguised plasmavore, but has exponentially more fear factor than disguised plasmavore. All I'm asking is for consistency, balance and time. You put a card system. Um, yeah, so that was that. Was that. Um, lock the gates. Uh, be sure to listen to our wrap-up where we have a special celebrity guest. We're talking to the people right now, and... Um, it's sounding promising, I must say. So, so you, you've you've made uh, progress on that since we recorded the AU episode. Yeah, they loved that episode, and they said that like that they just they just they just, they just loved it, you know. So it's it's exciting to um, find out how that goes. That's terrific. I, I I know who you're talking to, and it, it's 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 exciting. Yeah, it's it's maybe the biggest. Like this isn't a joke. I know. In the past, I've been playing characters. I'm not playing a character this time. This is an honest to God real person who is we, like we have been talking. Like Michelle, you can vouch for this. We've been talking to like an actual, yeah, like famous person yeah. involved with the show, involved with the show as well. Who, um, yeah, it's big. It's huge. Absolutely. Uh, I think that's. I think that's about it. Um, I don't know. Lock the gates again. And uh, uh, don't forget, straw. if you're going to do a suck attack, use a straw. Yeah. Suffering suck attack. Suck attack safely, folks. <laughs>